first review of the day is going to be black adam um and we might do a little bit of a spoiler talk well i mean do you want to do a spoiler talk tomorrow what is, i mean what is there really to spoil with yeah black adam that hasn't already been spoiled by the rock yeah there's really not much to spoil i mean there's a mid-credit scene there's only one singer and it's a mid-credit scene um i'm not going to tell you what it is but yeah, I mean, there's really not much I mean, to spoil. I mean, just look up the Rock's interview; he'll tell you what it is. Yeah, because he wants people to see this movie bad. I mean, he's been he's been promoting this yeah. movie hard. Yeah, he, he it feels desperate because uh, League of Super Pets didn't do so well. Mm, yeah, so I mean, he's he's out there he's out there pimping this movie as hard as he can. So you have the movie Black Adam, uh, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, and this movie got I mean he announced that he was Black Adam all the way back in 2006 or 2007. Um, so he's been cast in this role for over a decade. Um, so you know I guess it gives hope to somebody like Channing Tatum who got cast as Gambit. Like maybe he's gonna actually be Gambit one day. You never know. Um. So yeah, it's it's actually kind of impressive that The Rock has been famous and that successful for that long that he can still they can still go to him to headline the movie. That's actually kind of impressive, um, in a way. I at least I think so. Um, and his stardom has kind of grown. And then he by the time like I think around that time he was doing um, Race to Witch Mountain. He was doing that movie. I think around that time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in the uh, in the uh, Disney Channel family film phase. He was doing stuff like that, like the Tooth Fairy, uh, uh, a lot of those direct. Oh, um, was the other one the uh, the game plan, the one where it's like he's a dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he was kind of yeah in that phase of his career at that time. That's when he still had hair. He still had hair all the way back then. Uh, actually, back and when he still had hair and he was still built like a normal human being. Yeah, very athletic human being, but still normal. Yeah, he was the he was the pebble back then. Now you know what I mean. He's now he now he's the mountain basically. Um, so you have him as the titular character of Black Adam, um, and the movie starts off like you know showing the history of conduct. Uh, this uh, fictional country um, it shows kind of all the way back five thousand years ago, um, and it. Basically, if you know kind of Black Adam and if you've seen the Shazam movie also, it's basically the same kind of setup here if you've seen Shazam where you have this person who gets bestowed these powers from these different magicians who uh, Jiman Hansu makes an appearance here who was also in Shazam. He was also one of the magi magicians that gifted the powers to Billy Batson um, in Shazam. He shows up and makes an appearance here. And gifts the powers um, and allows uh, uh, the Rock to become Black Adam, um, and you see that he gets summoned back again uh, from a character. Um, her name is Adriana, uh, who's played by Sarah S Sahin. Who I know she was in Persons of Interest. Um, she was in that show. Who I'm a big fan of Persons of Interest, and I was a big fan of her in that show. Uh, absolutely loved her, and she kind of shows up here. Um, and I kind of dig the the vibe a little bit of the movie uh, at the start of it, uh, being about kind of you know this kind of imperialist colonizer force, um, you know, kind of taking this uh, country because you see it fast forward to present day, uh, even though some of the dialogue is really on the nose, like the kid who, who kind of uh, Black Adam pals around with, you see him on a skateboard and he basically just lays out 
all the things that's happening you know what i mean it's like you're in a peerless force in a country and you're doing this it's like you know they kind of a lot of that is kind of really clunky yeah it's yeah that kid is basically what if you took freddie freeman who was played by uh jack dylan grazer and shazam and just made him terrible Mm. in both acting and dialogue (laughs) um and Usually kind of a movie starting off because there's like a lot of narration at the beginning of it, uh, which kind of to me was like a signal that they maybe they were like, this probably doesn't make a lot of sense. And we got to add something to it because people might not get it. Um, that kind of strikes me as a little bit of that. But I, I kind of like that a little bit of like you see kind of you know this imperialist force in this country and it kind of brings up some real world issues and, and kind of adds a little bit of depth to the movie um, that's that's kind of there. But they don't really I don't think follow through with it and we'll get into it a little bit more um as we continue in our review um so yeah so you you kind of have them and you see that the character you know when they're kind of you know spelunking kind of doing adventures you know discovering and to basically find this crown and it's like this MacGuffin type thing of this crown the magic item that can do these you know things these superpowers whatever um you know the character uh, sarah sahim plays she awakens black adam um and uh, you know if you know him from the comics he's kind of shifted he was mainly just a villain but he's kind of shifted more to being an anti-hero almost like a namor figure for marvel uh now uh where he's all about just kind of protecting his country and his uh his kind of people um and and so he's kind of shifted there a little bit um and you kind of you do see him mess some people up. I mean, you know what I mean in this movie, and you do see him kind of wreck some people. But the whole anti-hero angle that they're really trying to portray—it's like, I mean, it's hard because I, I mean, I get that he's killing people, but these are really bad people. I mean, these are basically, you know what I mean? These are imperialists, so it's like hard to feel any any kind of sympathy for him. Um, what were kind of some of your thoughts on the movie? I mean, I think the movie starts off fairly strong. I like the background history that we do get into Kondok. And I think for as much shit as I give The Rock for just playing The Rock in every movie, he is kind of stretching himself a little bit, playing a tiny bit of a darker character. It's just the screenplay doesn't allow him to really dive deep into that. It's like five minutes after he awakens and has murdered hundreds of of, uh, CGI extras, he's like right away going into quipping, which doesn't which does not fit this character Mm, yeah um you know because the rock is one of the most charismatic people i think in hollywood um you can you can see why uh he's become the success that he's become um you know even in something like and this is the same director who was with him with jungle cruise um and i like jungle cruise and i liked a lot of part because hey i thought the rock had a lot of great you know, him and Emily Blunt had a lot of great chemistry, and he's very, you know, he's a leading man, and you can see why. Um, this, I mean, to play a character who is very stoic, but can also deliver a lot of charm with that and seriousness with it. I mean, obviously, The Rock has the physical imposing factor, I mean, just because of his physicality with it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a huge part of why he was cast in this role. It's because, yeah, he looks like an actual mountain. Yeah, um, but in terms of like you said, of like you know, you are you are kind of weakening and kneecapping the rock 
when you take away one of his biggest strengths, and that is his smile, his charm. You know, I mean, that's kind of one of the main things that people like about him as a as a person. And obviously, you you knew that. I mean, that's kind of some of the things that we were coming into this movie, looking at the trailer, and you know, him playing this Black Adam character. It's like we know he's not really going to be a full out villain because it's The Rock. I mean, he's got an image, and he's very protective of his image. Um, and even to the point, like there was the whole thing when he was in Fast and Furious, and he can't even like he didn't even want to lose a fight in that. Like he had to like have, have yeah, it come to a it, draw. Yeah, he had it. He had it written in the contract that every fight scene, I, I cannot lose. Yeah. Um, so you, you kind of have you kind of get that sense here a little bit um, with the JSA, who's kind of an opposing force to Black Adam in the movie, um, who kind of come when he's summoned, and you know, uh, you know, and when I looked at the trailer, I was like, I'm excited to see the JSA, especially with this type of budget. Um, I've seen them on the small and, scale, um, and, like, and, live, yeah. And just, and just with this cast. I mean, Aldous Hodge as Hawkman, you have uh, Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher, um, Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone, and of course, the absolute best character in the movie, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Yeah, um, who I figured, I think we both figured that Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate would be our kind of maybe favorite character coming into this um and you do have the and i kind of like that it kind of throws you into a situation where the jsa is already kind of assembled um and you know it, it, even though they try to kind of try to do it both ways where you don't really know a lot about these characters and you do have the two newer characters like noah centenaire who's playing adam smasher and contessa who's playing cyclone or they're the brand new kind of fresh face rookies mm -hmm to introduce you to the more grizzled veterans and Hawkman and Dr. Fate um, and Aldous Hodge's Hawkman, um, who the, is the leader of the team. So I kind of, in a way, kind of like that because you don't have to do all these different setup movies to set up all these different characters to, to make it a team. It's like, okay, hey, let's drop you into a world. You already know people with powers exist. And here's a case of a team of people with powers that, uh, that operate. Um, how did you kind of, did you think that you got a good sense of them as characters in the movie, the JSA. Oh, absolutely! I think that the at least with Hawkman and and uh, Doctor Fate, you absolutely get a sense of you know their long-standing friendship, how long they've been superheroing, and the wisdom that they pass on to uh, Ad to Adam Smasher and uh, and Cyclone is really good. They're the best parts about this movie because they are actually they actually feel like characters and they're not trying to sell their tequila brand. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I, I think they're okay for the most part. Um, I think that with Hawkman, Aldous Hodge, and I was excited to see Aldous Hodge's Hawkman cause I'm a fan of his. I've been a fan of his when he was on leverage. I really liked him and it seemed like his career is really progressing more and more. And I'm happy for the guy, um, him kind of coming in. He's really one of the main people really against black Adam. Cause his whole thing is not killing. Um, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, don't kill people. We don't kill people. Um, even though it kind of rings hollow in this DC universe, given the fact that your three main big heroes have all killed people. Superman's killed people. Batman's killed people. Wonder woman has killed people. I so mean, I mean, let's be honest. Superman has caused like eight, nine 11s in this universe. Yeah, I, I mean, so it's like it it kind of rings kind of hollow a little bit of like, yeah, we don't kill it's people. As if, it's almost as if there's no singular creative vision that people like guiding this entire universe. Oh, wait, there isn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I was just, yeah, I, I thought that was a little weird. And did you think that Aldous Hodge was kind of like pitching his voice a little bit? Like he was trying to make it sound deeper? 
a little bit. <laughs> you know what? Now that you mention it, it does kind of. Like I, I always just thought that's that's what his voice sounded like. Just trying to remember his his performances in uh, One Night Miami and uh, Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just sounded like he kind of more tried to deepen his voice because, like, when he's talking to like the Rock, when he's talking to him as as Black Adam, it was just kind of like, "Hey, man, we we don't do that killing, man. Like, man, come on, you gotta stop that, man." Like, I was just kind of like, sounds like he's putting on it, a voice. It kind of gets a little bit too one note for my taste because you know you have a care an actor in the Rock who has his ego and doesn't want to lose a fight on screen, and you have. A, an actor like Aldous Hodge, who, let's face it, on any given day is acting circles around the rock. Mm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I was just kind of like, man, at least let Hawkman get in one good hit. Like, at least let him get in one good hit. I was like, damn, he getting it. Especially there was that one scene in the in the apartment where it was just like, it was just embarrassing. It was like, come on, man, at least let him get in, at least try to get in one good hit. Um, it just, he was just tossing them all around. The best thing is just Pierce Brosnan's Kent Nelson. He's just, I'm staying out of this. Y'all, y'all work this shit out by yourselves. Yeah, and that's the reason I like Pierce Brosnan as 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 Doctor Fate because he was just like he was like the really grizzled veteran of like, listen, I, I'm I'm making sense. Like you you can do all that stuff and that's fine, but uh, yeah, like I'm 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 trying to make a little bit more sense here. So I, I really I really did like that. I think he even has the best comedic moments in the movie too um and when it, it kind of comes to this movie and when they try to do the comedic moments um you know of course they do the classic thing of pairing a like a kid up with a with a hero and to try to you know of course that's going to bring out the softer side of the of the bad guy or the the more stern stoic person and everything like that um did you kind of like the relationship between the kid and and black adam or i think on paper it could have worked but this actor is giving the rock nothing to work with Mm. Blaming the kid, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, if you suck in a movie, I don't care who you are, man, woman, uh, they, them, man, adult or child. I'll, I'll criticize that shit out of you if you suck in a movie. And that kid is just doing nothing for me. And that kid is a uh, a uh, Bodia Sabongui as uh, Amon Tomas. Hmm. Yeah. I just thought. I mean, that whole thing. It, it, it just like it was so generic in the way it was like the whole thing of like you got to get a catchphrase and you got to say a catchphrase and everything like that i I thought that was just so kind of overdone and 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 kind of generic um and there wasn't really i don't think a lot of chemistry there between him and the kid and usually i mean i think the rock i mean typically i think he's good with kid actors typically um i mean if you've seen like we talked about his past of being in things like tooth fairy and uh and things like that like i think he kind of sometimes can work well with kids i just didn't think this was a, a very good relationship here um, what you think about some of the other kind of supporting characters? Like you uh, have Sarah Sahai here. Uh, what'd you kind of think about her? Okay. Sarah Shahi, she's probably one of the better, uh, human characters in this because she gets a moment where she calls out the JSA. It's like, yes, you would, you did nothing while intergang was kick was, uh, terrorizing our country, but at black Adam shows up and now all of a sudden you want to help. Hmm. And I thought that was a really fascinating scene that I kind of wish they explored that dynamic more. But again, this is a big beat 'em up action movie, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I kind of, I, I liked her character. I think she was one of the better parts along with uh, Pierce Brosnan's Dr. Fair. I thought she was kind of one of the best things in it, um, as well. Um, like I said, I did like that scene of her talking to Hawkman and JSA about that, about like, yes, finally conduct now has a hero, has a champion to defend us against this force. Um, and the whole stuff with the JSA about the, the, especially, I mean, mainly just this Hawkman talking about the not killing thing, really. It's just mainly him. Um, it just kind of feels you remember when we did that review for Jupiter Ascending? You remember that? Oh fuck. I don't think I was there for Jupiter's Oh, was it um Jupiter's Legacy, that fucking Netflix superhero show? Oh Jupiter's Jupiter's Legacy. That's what that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jupiter's Legacy. Um and that whole like one of the main kind of moral things and if people don't remember that show, I get it. That show was really forgettable and terrible. <laughs> but that show fucking sucked. Yeah, but one of the things about that show was you had the main character in Josh Dumail, whose whole thing was you don't kill, never kill. It's like, you know what I mean? Why? It's like, so you tell me, even in a situation where people are killing other people, I can't kill them. It's like, no, you can't do that. But why? Why is that bad? I don't because killing's bad. That's why. There you go. It's like in in. And there's no real moral line that's drawn here because we're supposed to like Black Adam. We're not supposed to have any kind of questions of morality with him because, you know, it's The Rock. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, and they don't even address, like, maybe if they tried to bring in maybe the damage that he's causing, like, is it worth the risk of having this person here who, yes, he's getting rid of all these bad people, but maybe... Is it worth all this damage that he's causing? Maybe if you tried to have a little bit of that there mixed with it too, but you have this where the people are praising him and liking him. They're not scared of him. Um, they love what he's doing. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't get anti-hero real vibes here from from yeah, him as like, Black Adam. He's only he's only an anti-hero because the movie is telling us he is an anti-hero. Everything that he does is, I don't know, dude, you're pretty much a superhero. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so, but, you know, the, 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 the larger kind of moral questions that the movie tries to bring up about, you know what I mean, uh, of with the JSA kind of coming in here, it just, it kind of falls flat. Um, and it feels like something that, you know, like, like Hawkman saying, like, you know, there's a heroes and there are villains. It's like, that's such a black and white way to look at things like why would you like what like that, that's so it, and, it, yeah. and it's kind of just you know very counterintuitive to what we know about uh kent nelson and uh and carter hall in this version because they've established that they have been heroes for a long time that you know this kind of black and white way of looking at things doesn't work e even in even specifically just in this universe where again you have superman who caused like 18 9 11s in his first time out and batman who's basically become a serial killer mm, yeah um and when you bring up like a lot of the, kind of the action um of the series and you will get a lot of action it it, it is a lot of action i mean almost <laughs> like i want to say every third scene there's an action scene in here uh when when black adam kind of shows up um and even when they kind of got nothing else they got like well Let's just have them punch each other. Let's just have them just do something Let's just like blow some shit up. Yeah, it's like well, all this, when all this fails, we got really nothing. Uh, let's just do another action scene. Let's just do that. <laughs> um, how did you think the action looked in the movie? Oh, the action looks fairly solid. At least the hand-to-hand uh, -hand fighting and all the stuff with uh, Black Adam when he's going through through hundreds of uh, of different goons. All of that looks spectacular. 
where it kind of falls apart is like towards the third act where they start relying way 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 more on like half rendered cgi that feels like well we need to come up with an ending for this movie mm, yeah i think the the cgi of it uh now that you talk about that i thought it's just a lot of buckets and buckets of cgi a lot, a lot, of, a lot, a lot of CGI. It sometimes DC will make movies, superhero movies. It's like this would have been probably the best superhero movie if this came out in two thousand and seven. If this came out in two thousand and nine or something like that, that this maybe this would have maybe blown. Maybe you know what I mean. This would have been great to me um, because maybe the, you just don't see a lot of yeah, them at that. W- yeah, it probably would have fallen into like that Blade Blade category where it's really fun. It is kind of dated though. Yeah. Um, now it's just like we've been exposed to so much of this now um, that it's just like it just feels like it. You know, this movie is kind of frozen in the time period when when The Rock got announced as Black Adam all the way back in oh seven or oh six oh seven. Um, so it kind of feels like that a little bit. Um, th- when it comes to I, not to say that there aren't some impressive stuff. Like I think when uh, the JSA have their action scenes, like Cyclone, I think the stuff they they kind of show her her powers where she can kind of make world wins and things like that. Um, I think that that looked kind of nice. I thought that looked pretty good. I thought Adam Smasher kind of coming in uh, with his power. He's 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 his powers. His whole thing is able to get incredibly huge and like six stories and everything like that um i thought that was kind of nice um dr fate kind of showing off his powers you know you know even though now that we've you know it's a shame that dr strange came first so a lot of people go like oh but it's it's like oh this is what dr strange does it's like you know no but dr fate can do this and he can you know he's also really cool on his own and everything and he can do a lot of good things um and so I, I kind of liked some of the stuff they kind of did there, um, even though I didn't like the whole slow-mo speed up kind of thing. I was like, I thought we left that back in like the 2010s. I was like, I don't know why we're still doing that. Uh, hey, this hey, this entire cinematic universe was originally conceived and heavily, even still heavily influenced by Zack Snyder. And I guess we can never get away from it. Yeah, I mean, did you kind of like that? The whole kind of like the slow mo speed up type stuff. I was like, why are we, why are we doing this with the? No, I'm no, I'm huge. I'm not a fan of that at all. It, it's just kind of lame. It feels like you're just trying to tell me how cool and badass this is instead of just you know let your action speak for itself. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of just annoying to kind of see that throughout the uh, throughout the movie um, that kind of done there. Um, you know, when he was kind of fighting the, the faceless goons there, Black Adam, I thought some of that stuff was kind of funny. I mean, him just grabbing people, tossing them up in the air and just letting them drop. I thought that was kind of funny. Some of the stuff they did there um, and then him kind of just shooting the, the lightning, um, I thought was eh, that was pretty good, too. Um, some stuff that Dr. Fate does, you know, where he kind of, you know, multiplies himself and, you know what I mean, and uses kind of different spells, I thought looked nice. Um, it looked pretty good. Uh, what was some, what do you think are some of the weakest points for you here? Well, I think the script is, is fairly weak, all the dialogue that is uh, given. Um, <clears throat> the action towards the third act is very mid, even the villain in this, who we didn't even bring up because he's not in any of the trailers, but it's a... Uh, he's in one of them. Marwan, okay. Oh, it's a, uh, yeah, Marwan uh, Kanzari who plays the villain in this. He was uh, Jafar in the Aladdin remake. And he is given nothing. He is just must. He is bordering on mustache twirly, and he gets a turn towards the third act. I was just 
okay, I guess we needed to find an ending for this. Yeah, because it almost feels like the movie's wrapping up, and they were like, "Oh shit, right, we got to have something else kind of going." Uh, fuck it. We need we need some we need something big for Black Adam to punch so we can end the movie. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, because it was like, yeah, the movie was kind of wrapping up, and they were like, oh shit, right. Well, well, we could do something else real quick. Um, let's throw something else in here real, really fast. Um. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I, I thought that was kind of disappointing. And like you said, that CGI towards the end when they do, um, the other main villain in this movie, I was like, that does yeah, it's look. Like, it's like film Twitter is is giving Marvel shit, but they're letting this shit slide. Yeah. I. Off. <laughs> uh, I I thought that looked yeah I thought that looked got him pretty bad, um, and it's it's a film that feels more like it's just marketing for other things because you know Dwayne Johnson has been singing the bells for like almost a decade of trying to get him and Superman in the same movie and it feels like it's just building up towards that instead of actually trying to tell Adam's story. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe if you kind of just focused more on maybe Black Adam instead of bringing in the JSA um, or and I know it's based off of comic run they did with the Black Adam did, you know, face off, you know, was with the JSA at one point. Uh, it is based off a of comic run there. But maybe if you kind of had something else there, you know, to kind of maybe introduce the character, um, you know, maybe introduced him in a Shazam movie, maybe like he was supposed to be introduced. Maybe it would have been better parlayed into his own film, maybe. Um, hey, rem- yeah. But hey, remember. The Rock can't lose a fight on screen. Mm, yeah. So him versus Shazam, yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, uh, maybe he can end in a draw. Uh, maybe if you do something like that, possibly. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I think the biggest issues with this movie uh, script, I think, is very weak, um, and 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 just kind of felt like it's like fly by night uh, type situation. Um, I think that. A lot of the action is it's okay. Uh, I think it's overdone in a lot of in a lot of sense. Um, like I said, the slow mo speed up stuff. I was just like, yeah, I mean, that that's kind of tired. Um, some of it, I thought the, some of the stuff they did was interesting. Some of the stuff they did, like I said, Doctor Fate and Cyclone looked good, and some of the action scenes with JSA. I thought the third act was pretty terrible. I thought the majority of the third act was bad. Um, and it's funny that we've been talking about this movie and we've kind of not mention how good or bad the rock is with black adam i just think he's he's just there for me mostly um exactly the the only time the rock has ever like contributed to a film acting wise was probably uh 2013 with pain and gain that was hmm. probably the last time and probably the only time and i can remember where i even remember him being good mm. yeah uh and Again, I just don't think this really character kind of fits him and fits his 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 strengths the best. Um, I mean, physically, I mean, it's it's there, but I don't think anything else really. Um, yeah, he, he's he's asked a lot of the from this character in this film because he gets a couple monologues like towards the latter towards the end of the second act, and I'm sorry, The Rock just doesn't have the acting chops to give these scenes weight. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he does. Um, hmm. Yeah. So for me, uh, I would give it maybe like a a stream it, like a, well, like a low stream it, mid maybe middle of the road kind of stream it. Maybe. What about for you? 
Me, I think the action in this is really cool. All the stuff with the JSA is really fun. Even The Rock in some scenes, when he is like playing stoic Black Adam, I think he's fine. But when he's ever asked to give something or do something dramatic, he just kind of falls flat on his face. This third act is pretty terrible by the end of it. It was just such a avalanche of CGI nonsense. I was kind of just checking my watch and like ready to go home at that point. But just for the action alone, I'd probably say this is a this is probably a tune out for me. I was shit is blowing up nonstop on the screen, and I'm bored. Mm, damn. It's just it's just so much action you just become numb to it after a certain point. Mm, yeah, I, I I can I can I can see that. Yeah, because uh, it's just like I mean, especially people are punching each other and hitting each other. There's no blood. There's really no consequence of people knocking each other against cars or through buildings or any of this stuff. It's like it's it's kind of hard to get invested there. I mean, when it's kind of seems like it's no consequence, and mm-hmm. the the power is there of like how they're defined. It's like Hawkman. It's like I guess it depends on I don't even know like the origin. I mean, it depends on which comic run you're talking about because there's different origins of Hawkman of like he's an alien or then it's like the situation where he's just reincarnated um, and things like that. In this film, he's just yeah. In this film, he's just chilling out at the X Mansion. I mean, um, um, the uh, Carter Hall estate. <laughs> I mean, he's just like a really, really rich guy who's got you know what I mean, armor and wings, and he's got a, a mace and everything like that. Uh, which I mean, he's got his. I mean, he's got he has some drip. I mean, the outfit looked pretty cool. He had he got some good drip. You know, good good wings and helmet. Um, and Bro, you want to talk about drip? Talk about Pierce Brosnan whenever he's like not in the fate outfit. Yeah, he looks pretty good too. Yeah, he looks really good. Yeah. No, there's a reason that this man is James Bond to a lot of people, especially like the millennials. Mm, yeah, I mean he was he was good too. Like I said, I think Pierce Brosnan, uh, Sarah Sahai's character is also really great. If I had to say a third character, um, I don't know. I guess maybe Hawkman. I guess was was also really good. I think Aldous Hodge. I think did pretty decent. Um, yeah. What did you think about the like the two rookie men? Did you did you like those like Cyclone and Adam? You, you thought they were fine? I thought they were fine. Yeah, they were just fine. There's they're not given much to do besides mm-hmm. just uh, show up in a couple action scenes. Yeah, you know, yeah, just be kind of the two young people of the group and kind of have maybe a romantic connection a little bit, flirt a little bit. That's kind of it um yeah i mean it's it's basically what i thought it'd be from the trailers looking at the trailers like yeah this is basically what i what i thought it'd be um yeah so that was black adam um all right did you did you want to talk about the the mid-credit scene all right yay superman's back and it's henry cavill (laughs) yeah um which hopefully he gets hopefully gets a a writer and director that actually knows how to write Superman. Yeah, and also it, it, they they didn't do a really good job because well, The Rock has been talking about it, and they also announced that Man of Steel two is coming. So you can kind of correlate. I mean, you can kind of you know put those two things together. Yeah, even if you hadn't heard the news there, because uh, it's it's like it's the it's one of the worst kept secrets since they said that the other Spider Man weren't going to be in Spider Man No Way Home. It's like, <laughs> come on now, uh, yeah. But uh, but uh, shout out to uh, James Gunn's wife. She showed up. Shout out to her. She was yeah. Yeah, she was like the one cameo I was legitimately happy because yay, the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker are canon. And 
world. Yeah, so I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and she was looking she was looking cool too, all black and everything like that. She was looking pretty cool too. Um, so yeah, um, and then you know you had Viola Davis as Amanda Waller come back, and I've always loved Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Um, I always thought she was really great. Um, and it seems like she operates both as like I guess she's the Nick Fury of this world, like connecting all the superheroes. I guess <laughs> instead of more, I mean, that's essentially her. That's essentially her role in the comic anyway. Uh, she kind of just is the connecting tissue between everybody. But mm. she is mostly an antagonist for the Suicide Squad. Mm. Yeah, so she yeah, she's there. Um, it's not even that exciting of a mid-credit scene either, really. It's not really that, I don't know. It's like, should have it should have been Shazam. But of course, <laughs> I mean, it should have been Shazam, but whatever. Uh, it needed to be Shazam, but The Rock ain't going to let that happen. Yeah, he's like, yeah, like only only A list superheroes I get to be with, you know what I mean? Like, I want the A list people, you know, because The Rock is an A list actor, so yeah. Uh, the, I guess the next DC movie is what Shazam two, right? That's the next one, right? Shazam two. Yeah, which uh, got delayed to March, I think. Yeah, and then after that is Aquaman two. Um, so yeah, hmm. yeah. Uh, but at least I mean, at least Black Adam's not the worst superhero movie of the year. I mean, still Morbius. Yeah, that is true. Still Morbius. <laughs> yeah, that title belongs. Yeah, the reigning champ, and and that title is Morbius, of course. Yeah, so it's yeah. yeah it's like it, as much as I'm dogging on the movie, it didn't piss me off the way Morbius did, or or Uncharted, or or uh, Jurassic World did. Yeah, um, like I wouldn't put Black Adam on my worst of list. I, I wouldn't do that. Oh hell no. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, do you think it's better than Love and Thunder? I had more fun with Love and Thunder. Hmm. I don't know. I'd say somebody asked me which is better. I don't know. I guess I don't know. Maybe flip a coin. I guess for me, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. Um, yeah. 